All right, fellas, I think it's time for uh, another episode, segment. We're not sure. I'm not really sure right now, 100%, on how I want to do this going forward. But what I am sure is, one thing I'm sure of, I should say, I said multiple things at once, which sounds crazy. But the one thing I do know for sure is I am back, and I do want to speak on something. Um, in the red pill, right? We talk about hypergamy. Translation, the woman's ability to optimize her relationships, um, her selections of men, depending on if she is actually able to keep the men around. I don't have my seatbelt on, which is why this is going off, but I don't give a shit. I'm only driving around this parking lot. Um, Because of these situations where you will deal with... I got to put on this seatbelt, Jesus Christ. Because there are situations where you will deal with more of these women, right? You quickly understand that... What is going on is that women have that ability to exercise her right, nothing wrong with that, in her selection of men. If she comes across the guy who actually will do more for her, or at least appears that she's going to do more for her than the other guy, then she will make the decision to choose that individual for the time being. Women exercise their options. And because men, or a larger number of men, don't have those available options as the woman, and we can just go by the average looking woman and the average looking guy gotta open this can alright man some Mountain Dew to another break alright so the woman can exercise her options unlike a man when a man looks into relationships and he looks at dating women he sees more of a chore rather than a luxury this should answer the question to a lot of you women why are guys leaving the dating scene this becomes more of a chore than a luxury the guy has to move around with the woman 24 7 and treat her like the princess that she is not And if you notice the attitude of a lot of the overweight, five and below type women, they are so filled with self-confidence that they're better than the women around them, than their competitors. This is why these women settle for kitties and, and puppy duty for the rest of her life. 
She has the attitude in which her figure and her body doesn't match. I talked about this earlier with humility. These women need to start humbling themselves before it's too late. Because only a eight, only a seven, eight, and nine is getting away with the high expectations because she knows that somewhere along the line there's a guy who's good enough in her eyes to get in line onto her program. The women should want to embark on the journey of the man. Instead, a lot of men embark on the journeys and the responsibilities of women. And we see what happens in the long run. I'm about to spark some of this. Spark some of this tree up. It's been an alright day. But it's also been kind of slow. And I expect nothing more coming out of this type of week that I'm already dealing with. So I figure why not spark up? Why not talk about a random topic that's on my mind, right? And there's not really a topic. It's just a series of questions that I wonder if there will be any answers to. Like, Women have that ability to exercise their pre-selection. Some women have a pre-selection. For example, when you go to high schools and you see women who are involved in uh, soccer, involved in softball, she has her group of associates and friends who do the same thing, common interests. And those groups ultimately have pretty much the same sort of attraction. The male athletes, the basketball player, the football captain. You're not going to hear a lot of women talk about, oh, well, what about this honor roll student? Academia has kind of became a joke because of that. So it's almost looking into the work world. When you get out of high school, you either get into a career which is strongly based off of white collar ethics, long hours, but you're pretty much in a desk, in a chair, the time being, being productive. You have the blue collar, which is more or less my category of work. You're on your feet a good portion of the time. You know, you have your times to take your breaks. But if you finish things, if you do things how they should be done right away, then you have a lot of time in your hands, which is kind of where I'm at. You know, I'm kind of just in my own world, on YouTube, on my laptop, bullshitting. I might put together more topics. I might think of more subjects. I might fall back for a bit. You know, within the past couple of weeks, I've talked about being in this funk where I'm planning things that I know I can I can achieve and I know I can do. <coughs> it's just really getting motivated and really getting focused and really beginning to see 
what needs to be done, how I can do it. I become a pragmatist in the sense where I have to find a solution to the problem. And sometimes people like me, people with that way of thinking, we tend to find problems and things that aren't really problems at all. So a lot of times I have to fall back. But here, I can let it all out. You know, I do a, a good portion of ranting. And I'm going to do a portion of ranting right now, actually. I get tired of women acting so traumatized to the fact that a man doesn't want them. I'm tired of hearing women cry and complain that they have such interest in a man that doesn't want them. A vast majority of men have experienced this earlier on. We're talking 12, 13, middle school, some of us, late bloomers, high school. Men have a thing with rejection and failure. People embrace it because it is a possibility. It's like people who've experienced near-death situations, they sort of embraced the idea of dying because they've been so close at one point to losing their lives that they no longer have the fear within them of dying. You understand? Most men have dealt with rejection. We've been turned down by women. A lot of us dealt with even worse. Women will try to humiliate you, put you on the spot so they can feel good about themselves. This always happens, by the way. More so now than ever. So I really get tired of hearing women complain about being rejected and men not approaching them. You have to understand that if you yourself aren't responsible, then your group of people are responsible. And maybe it's time for you ladies to separate yourselves from those feminine shackles and chains and get back to a point or at least a principle of having some morals and some form of traditionalism while you can a lot of you women who are in your mid-20s, you may be feeling left out from society because you don't decide to go out there and twerk and get all the attention. There's a guy for you. Especially considering the fact you're not putting yourself out there as a sex object and you're not out here on the carousel. There is a man for you. Not just any man. The man you are looking for is out there because you have the basic qualifications of a worthy woman. A woman who doesn't sleep around and a woman for the most part when it it comes to society, they stick to themselves. Meaning they have their group of women that they talk to in the same fashion, but for the most part, they sort of stand alone on their opinions. You feel me? I get tired of hearing a lot of the women complain about traumas and things that men have went through most of their lives. 
I brought this up in the last episode, I think. <coughs> Which I'm sure you guys won't be able to see until the next day anyway because of my work schedule. But I mentioned something where a lot of these pickup artists, these PUAs, they tell the people who subscribe and believe their methods that if you go out to a club or if you go to a party and you try to talk to 10 women and nine women reject you and you get a number off of one woman, that's considered a success. So you have guys who've grown up essentially as crash test dummies. These guys have been through the wreckage. They've been humiliated by women. They've been pointed out by women in public. Completely made a laughing stock of. And it's acceptable as long as you get that one number, guys. And see, guys talk about the manosphere and guys talk about the red pill, but there's people that will tell you to do that. You got, that's why you have such weak and sensitive men today is you go as a woman, you tell these men that they're useless, they're pathetic. They don't make enough. They're not good enough. They're rapist. They're toxic. And then at the same time, you complain to the world that there's no good men. Now, most of the men that you've essentially created, they are products from you. A simp is a product of... A simp is a product of the bitch and her activities. A simp surrounds himself... (coughs) Excuse me. The simp surrounds himself with the activities and enjoyments and agency of that target. The simp is a sniper. If a simp was a sniper, the simp would be very accurate in pointing out targets, directions, where the woman's going, where she's coming from, what's her favorite activities, what does she like to do. And the simp wants to know all this because he feels that it will better himself in the long run. And see, this is how it usually starts, right? On some cliche, it's like very cliche, you know, type bullshit, right? You got this guy. He's not a square, but he's not what you would consider an alpha either, right? So he's pretty much, at the most, he's a sigma male because he can participate or have women participate in the interaction point without being the guy who's trying to be the head of the pack. See, this is the red pill in a nutshell. I'm going to tell you guys something, right? The difference between the red pill and the black pill is simple. Both represent the lone wolf when it comes to society in a lot of situations, whether it comes to opinions, 
on the matter of discussions or when it comes to actual lifestyle. The red pill man is able to embrace and embody that lone wolf lifestyle and still be able to get activities done, still be self-motivated to do so. The black pill are the people who cannot embrace or embody that lone wolf lifestyle. And the reflection of that is the anger, the self-depredation, the constant rhetoric about life and how it sucks. These are your black pill troops, your black pill stormtroopers out there, wilding the fuck out, wilding for respect out here in these streets. And see, I always wanted to know what becomes of a simp. Every man in one way, shape, or form has simped. I remember growing up, this is true shit. I don't even give a fuck. I'm just going to tell it how it is. I remember growing up, if you guys remember, Christina Milian was, in my opinion, goddess level, bad, gorgeous, top, top woman. The physical features on point. I'm simping right now. I don't give a shit. She probably still looks the same today. She she gotten older, you know. You know how this shit goes. But back then, that was the chick that I would put in the top. Like, yo, this chick. I don't know what she was. I, I don't think she was black. She could have been black or half black, but she was definitely part Hispanic. Bad. Bad. And other people, other guys had their other women that they would say, uh, what? Scarlett Johansson, maybe. Maybe some white guy says Scarlett Johansson, or um, I don't even know a lot of these bras today. But you know, as we get older, things change. Opinions change. That's normal, guys. A lot of guys will criticize you for thinking a different way than how you thunk than how you thought of things 10 years ago. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course, at age 22, I'm going to be thinking differently than I am at 30. Like, I just don't understand the bullshit. I was going to record something earlier that was just kind of just a random topic, but it was really based off of something that I heard on YouTube. I had my laptop already hooked up and I was just going to record segments, right? And recording these segments will come with a five to 10 minute explanation of the segment. And what it was, was this vlog that that went into these rough neighborhoods, right? And in these rough neighborhoods are always people trying to showcase how bad, um, how destructive, how dysfunctional their living is. There's people that get satisfaction for living in poverty. 
And worse than that, there is a group of people who get entertainment by viewing these people and their poverty for entertainment. But we're in a different day and age. And with that comes the idea of doing so and making a living. What can you say? My thing is, you gotta show love and break niggas off, right? You know, this guy is going in and out of New York City, Los Angeles, places like Chicago, um, places like Memphis. All of the heavy hitting real niggas is out there. And it was kind of bizarre and almost disturbing to watch. Because, you know, I grew up off of, what was those shits called? Hood the Hood? Hood the Hood DVDs. And that came out, I was in high school. So it had to be 04, 05. And <laughs> 04, 05, they used to go down south. They would go to a lot of the neighborhoods and shit down south. And they would interview certain block figures from that neighborhood. The dope boys, the rappers, all the niggas involved within the neighborhood, they would show up. And they would show their bullet wounds. They would show where the house has been shot at. Uh, house has been shot up at. They've been showing. Um, They've been showing where hoes be tricking at. It's a wild ride, okay. But I always wondered, like, how can you celebrate this function? How can you live in poverty and have pride in that? Especially if you didn't make it out. It's one thing to come from that area and to even glorify it in a sense because you've made it out. It's usually the people who are still there they're still stuck in that position. They're still stuck in that location. Not really accomplishing shit. But these be the people that will line you up if you happen to make progress on another level. You know what I'm saying? These are the people who you always have to pay attention to and kind of keep your distance, keep your spidey senses tingling. And that's the environment. In most communities that involve minorities, 
mostly Hispanics and blacks. And in places like New York, you gotta mention the people from the islands. You feel me? Different shades and variations of dark skin. And videos are in projects stacked on top of one another. And surrounding areas with the same environment. So you'll have a stretch of land that have five towers within it. Five towers that could easily hold or easily holds 1,200 plus people. They've created the animal environment with the cages and with the constructions of all of the project buildings, you can see it, it looks like a zoo. But not a zoo because of the people, because of all of the cages and fences. It almost looks like entrances to correctional facilities. So many gates you gotta walk through. And our people, as a black man, our people, we've embraced and we've embodied everything negative, right? And this is just the reality of it. We embraced and we embodied everything negative. And at the same time, we are able to dismiss and say that anything that's positive being done by an individual, not dependent on the lifestyle, not dependent on the location as a whole, is a square. He's a bum, right? He's an educated lame. But then when the time comes, that woman who said those things, the women who say the educated lame, and the women who And I've mentioned this before. Salute the killer Kev. I mentioned this before from him. He said it himself that even the women from the hood who go to college and the women from the hood who become doctors and even lawyers, they still have a attraction for the hood niggas that she grew up with. That's a part of her natural habitat. That's real shit. And it's not to say that she's made for the streets. It's just her attraction is somewhere opposite of where she is pretty much being steered in. Career women, doctors. These are careers. Working graveyards. at the hospitals. They leave and deal with life and death. And it's kind of weird. Somebody had mentioned this, especially with nurses. They, They aid to the elderly, but mostly deal with life and death. These are the women who are some of the more 
sexually active, I'll just say. A lot of people would say this when it comes to women who do nursing, no disrespect. I'm just going to mention that. But you know, for me, man, I just sit back every once in a while now and then and I'll kick back and talk my shit. Don't really have much else to do at the particular moment. It's nearly 5.30. We are nearly 30 minutes in, which is good. And it's always like, for me, it's always the recordings that I decide to do. Like, there'll be times where I'll say to myself, like, nah, I'm not going to record. I'm going to listen to uh, Hammerhand, or I'm going to listen to Undead Chronic, or I'm going to listen to Coach Greg Adams, or I may even listen to Rolo Tomasi. I listen to a lot of people, Thinking Man's Templar, you know what I'm saying? Um, even some Kevin Samuels, if I want to get a laugh or two. If I want to hear Kevin Samuels just completely annihilate these women who decide to call him up, I'll do so as well. I I like different content. I don't just stay with one ingredient. I'm not a one ingredient type of guy. I like I like women, but I like the mixture of women. I like white chicks and black chicks. I like the mixture of black and Hispanic. The Asian and black women are always majestic, especially with their eyes and their skin tone. I like women in general. See, there's a lot of guys. (laughs) Your boy Anthony Dream Johnson, 21 Studios says, I like my women extra white. And I think he's getting some uh, (laughs) criticism from that. See, the guys like Anthony Dream, Anthony the Dream Johnson, 21 Studios, the, the thing with him is he's one of those gimmicky type of characters. His network, 21 Studios, I'm not going to lie, has some pretty good work when it comes to the people that he puts on the conventions. Excellent YouTube um excellent YouTube videos with those guys, including, I think, Coach Greg Adams, as well as Jesse Lee Peterson, all of these guys throughout what you would call the Manosphere, I guess. The Manosphere has always just been an iffy thing to me. I mention it because a lot of men understand it. Like, the red pill, to me, it's a way of thinking So you can't turn that into a group unless you have guys who are willing to settle their differences besides bickering back and forth. This isn't real red pill shit. This isn't real men shit. This isn't real alpha shit. Let's just keep it a buck. You guys know what I'm talking about and what situation I'm talking about. With that being said, there's a wrong side and there's a right side to the argument. Now, guys, we'll talk about Abba and Preach because they don't subscribe to what is called the manosphere. They talk about similar topics. They may have similar views, but they don't go along with a label. Okay? Fresh and Fit were kind of like those guys who you knew were costume alphas. 
and you knew there were frauds, but you needed to see it to believe it. And once you saw it, a lot of guys weren't surprised. You know what I mean? Um, like I've said, the dick measuring contest that's going on within the quote-unquote manosphere is really boring and it's really played out at this point i think a lot of guys are starting to understand that's why a lot of people have dropped out of the argument or situation or confrontation in general between the two groups of content creators going forward i think it's up to a lot of us who are coming up within this message within this purpose to step up and produce more work and try to get more people involved because it's generational you got the current red pill MGTOW sort of creators that's bringing shit to the table and then you got the guys underneath that's coming up that's listening to their message but having their own thoughts and having their own perceptions and having their own experiences to add on and create, optimize and update your experiences. The things that most guys, and see, this is the this is the interesting part about women. Most women don't understand that everything that goes along with equality with men and women is completely off due to her actions. She wanted to compete and she wanted to be out there and be sexually liberated like the 20% of men, but didn't realize that there were 80% of men who are in her department when it comes to looks and availability. She's not the type of woman you're going to see out there. Um, These dating... The sort of socially active, like female dating coaches, right? What they do is they sell a viewpoint from a male, but since they're females, it gives the guy the comfortability because a lot of guys are comfortable with talking and communicating with women on a deep and intellectual level. Maybe it's because of their mother and their mothers had the ability to understand and actually reason with the developing child or it's because the guy is a fucking simp. Most guys are simps. Simps are one of the things that keep online dating afloat. And it's one of the things that keeps the beta bucks afloat. Remember, fellas, alpha fucks, beta bucks. Alpha fucks means her desires and her pre-selection, like we talked about earlier. It's aimed and it is focused on the activities of what she sees other men and her interest level doing. As I talked about with the groups earlier, the softball player may like the athlete, may like the football player, may like the basketball player, right? The similarities of physical activities, 
are the similarities of not only just the activity, but the physique, the appeal of the guy, how the guy carries himself, the groups of guys that he is um, the head of, right? We talk about like the football captain or the basketball player. The similarities physically with the athleticism and the interest physically due to athleticism. Now, even today's standpoint, if you would look at it where a woman who's a five, which is manageable for most guys, like for example, this sounds fucked up, but this is the truth. A seven, a guy who's a seven has more chances and being in a long-term relationship with a five, then a seven woman has that chance with a five guy. That's the truth. And why is that? Hypergamy. The woman is the opportunist when it comes to men. She is pre-selective when it comes to men. Guys aren't necessarily pre-selective, which is kind of a good thing. But it ends up being a bad thing because a lot of these dudes will sleep with and smash whatever is available due to the symmetry that is going on. And what can you really do about it besides sit back, have the crimson shades, and pay attention, observe Become the spectator. Take time to see things happen from a different angle. Don't be in such a rush to be involved in a confrontation or in an argument or just in a session of bickering for five five to ten fucking minutes. Whatever you're doing, you're already doing it. You know, a lot of guys, they decided to take that step go forward go to the gym three times a week better diet more intake of water and they're beginning to focus on themselves and their careers and their jobs and these guys are on their way to somewhere they're on their way to somewhere but there's also a lot of guys like I said earlier, the black pill, sort of the nihilistic incel type of guy, he's going to sit back, he's going to complain about life, he's going to complain about his circumstances, he's going to whine, he's going to pout, and while he's doing that, the world's going to continue to go on. This is why I tell men early on that women don't generally give a shit about you. They usually want to know what you are before they know who you are. I'm going to say that again before I wrap this up. They usually want to know what you are, meaning what you do for a living, how much you make, before knowing who you are as a person with problems, with real issues that a lot of women breeze past, but they expect 
to get all of the worship and praise when their problems come. I say, fuck that shit. But you know the routine, man. You know the deal. You know how it is. You know how it is day by day. And you know what I always say. In the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. Wrapping up another uh, recording here, man. Another 40 minutes. I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. Bullshit, most likely. You know, the usual. And hopefully, everything continues to go smooth as it is now. And I can just preparate. Have all the preparation. For the next day and the rest of the week. But until then, I'm out. Peace.